What's up guys, Mike Lewis here, and welcome to the Mike Lewis Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Mike Lewis Official, and you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLew52, it's where most of my updates come. If you're enjoying my content, give me a like and a subscribe, and without further ado, let's just dive right into this episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and please help me welcome back my guest. It's been a while. What's up, Thomas? How are we doing? What's up, man? We're doing well. I appreciate you having me. Uh, it has been a while, uh, but I know you've been doing a lot, and I'm excited to be back on this and, and get to chat with you and talk a little bit about me and talk a little bit about you. Hard to believe that the last time that you and I have chatted in, uh, I guess we'll call it a professional setting, was July of 2020. So, oh yeah. my God, really? Yeah, Jeez. we had we we had our original chat in April, and then I brought you back. Me, you, and uh, Dustin shoot the shit a little bit on a episode. Wow, man, times times just flying by with this pandemic and everything. It's just like that's crazy. It's been two years, almost two years. Yeah, what have you been up to lately? Anything? Uh, any drastic moves in your life since the last time we uh, spoke? <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, a couple, uh, you know, just, I've been, I've been working. Uh, I got a, I started a new job, honestly, this January of 2022. So I've just been, just been kind of surfing the ways of life. I'm engaged now. I have a fiance, so that's a huge move, obviously. Um, super excited about that. I love her to death. Uh, and then just, man, trying to do, you know, Honestly, and I know it's cliche, but like trying to get a part and become a part of the real world, like just build, I don't know, just adult life. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome news, though, about the uh, engagement. Is that something you had planned on doing for a while um, before it happened? Um, so, honestly, when I asked, I plan on doing it maybe three or four months later than that, but the opportunity presented itself kind of just super sporadically. You know, it kind of just became the perfect, uh, the perfect situation, perfect timing and everything because um, her name's Angela and uh, my fiance's name is Angela and she was going to DC, which is her favorite city. Um, and I have a good friend that lives in DC uh, and her sister also lives in DC. So I got it to where, I was like, man, I could go, I could set it up and have people help me and be in her favorite city and surprise her without having to do much. Um, and it would be really cool. Uh, so I ended up doing it earlier than I thought I was going to, to answer your question, but it was totally worth it. Um, there's a video of it made my, it made my dad cry. So that dude didn't cry. So I was like, I made him cry. That's great. <laughs> It kind of feels like some things just kind of work out a certain way for a reason, you know? Um, kind of like what you don't originally have planned is ultimately what ends up happening, but it ends up happening better than maybe what you had planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, 1,000%. I've always, I mean, I always will say for the rest of my life, everything happens for a reason, and I, I truly believe that. Uh, so, yeah, I think... While I didn't plan for it to go exactly the way it did, it happened for that reason, and it was perfect. 
Um, and I would, I would not take it back. I would relive that day over and over again. Cause it was awesome. So yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it went down the way it did. Yeah. And now I'm sure this is probably the furthest thing on your mind, but usually it's like the rule of thumb when BMP, Buneman Murray sees like, gives you a ring and they're like, Hey, what have you been up to? And the first thing to last to be like relationship. All right. Well, uh, it was nice chatting with you. And then that's the, uh, I'm sure that's the furthest thing uh, from your mind right now, but um, I got to bring it up since all stars, I think uh, you and I spoke about it a little bit. There's this uh, new all-star show that's uh, recently come out and you know, they're, kind of ringing some um, people that haven't been on the shows in a while. Has there ever been any feelers thrown your way yet in regards to that show? Or There hasn't been any feelers for All-Stars, no. Um, I have gotten contacted for the normal show. Well, not not the CBS. I guess the challenge is going to CBS now. Is that right? They're doing some wacky thing right now. I think they're okay. having like a... Yeah, there's a CBS challenge that there's, yeah, something around those lines. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how that goes. I, I've not been contacted for anything like that but or the All-Stars one. Um, but I have had fillers out there for just the normal one, um, you know, whichever two last two seasons that they did that were normal. Um, and it, it didn't go anywhere, obviously. Uh, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And... I don't know, man. You say BPM doesn't really like relationships, but I mean, if you if it's if it's the right show and the right people, dude, they don't care if it's, if you're in a relationship or not. Shit, they want you to be in a relationship so you can go ruin it on that next show with somebody else, and then they have a storyline, and then they'll bring in the person you ruined it with. So then it's like, oh, there's the twist. <laughs> Wow, I didn't I didn't expect to hear that. So, what? How was it like pitched to you? Like, was it like an availability, and maybe what was like your uh, response? Um. So basically, one of them, honestly, one of them was just a text. Hey, can we give you a call? Would you be available? Be open and available. Um. Would you be open to a possible challenge this year? Um. And it was from. Oh my goodness. Uh, I forgot her name. Not not Sky. Um, I, I forgot her name. Uh, but I, I literally was just like, not 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 this time. And then the next one, it was just a call, and it was, hey, would you be open? Uh, we're casting. Would you be open if we gave you a second call? Um, and I said, yeah, I'd be open for that. Uh, and I talked to Angela about it. She'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then I never got the second call. So it is what it is. The first one was like, the second one was, hey, are you available? Yeah, I'll be open to it. Okay, never mind. So was that like the first call that you've gotten in like a couple years? Was, was it like taken aback to get that call? Um, yes and no. Only because it, it had been a while since I got one. But also, from my understanding is like they have a list Right. And if you never say, don't take me off the list, they won't take you off the list. And I think if they just are trying to get numbers, like some some part of me thinks in an Excel document somewhere in Buna Murray, right in the Buna Murray office, they're like, hey, you have to reach out to 60 people. I I was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was on that 60 people list. That's what I think happened. So it shocked me. What Was I taken aback by it? A little bit because it had been so long, but, you know, when you get the, they call from L.A., so if you get an 818 number and it starts ringing on my phone, I see 818, I'm like, hmm, this is, you know, it's pretty interesting. 
Um, so yeah, it's sometimes I just think it's for them checking a box. And so maybe it was that. That's really interesting to hear. And then especially for those listening, I'm sure it's going to be really interesting to hear because people seem these days to think that Buna Murray is almost like teared up the list of remaining uh, real worlders from the recent seasons and just don't even revisit it anymore based on how the recent casting has been. Yeah. I mean, I think so. That's the thing is, and I don't know how it's working behind the scenes, but what, what, what it really seems like has been going on is like CBS, right. Has kind of started taking over the challenge because right like survivors on cbs right mm-hmm. and big brothers on cbs and now cbs is going to have its own challenge and i think basically mtv just either sold the rights of the challenge to cbs or i don't know but like cbs has come out <clears throat> and, and and they've kind of taken over and i think like so yeah that's the transition of the real world people out unless you know you're no longer a real world person you're like a challenge person so you know like ct i mean i guess you could say Corey, uh tori i don't even know if they'll ever do anything again but that's what that's what my thought was behind it like i can see that see it that way dude this past season it's like a list like less than six as far as like real world people like i can name it on my one hand right now ct anisa Corey, ashley I think that's it as far as like real world people goes like four and then you have three people from Ari the one if you want to throw them in there Tori and Issa I mean no Tori Amanda and Devin like they had I'm pretty sure like the number was staggering in terms of like people that they had like internationally and big brother speaking from like the past season and I think what the formula is here at least the attempted formula is is that by casting these people, they're hoping that their Instagram followers will come over with them in mm. hopes to drive viewership. And I've been saying this for the longest time, and I could say it's on blue in the face, but that's just not how you drive viewership for a show that's prided on character development and personality. Like, if someone's got, you know, 200 million followers and they could you know bench press for like a story or whatever like that doesn't equate to filming a good reality show like yeah no i i agree with you i'm i mean if that's the case you know i'm screwed i only have like forty thousand followers which is nothing uh that was just a regular number i threw out there i doubt there's anybody with uh 200 million but to your point i could see that as you know as a challenge exec you know, if, if if what we're going for is views and we need viewership, why not, you know, get 25, 30 people or however many people they cast nowadays for the show and make sure they all have like a million followers and maybe, you know, it's just, it's basically free marketing. So maybe you get that viewership, maybe you don't, but I agree with you how it started, how like the whole thing began with the real world and the character development of those of everyone, those seven strangers, right, living in a house, and then it went to road rules, um, and then it, you know, turned into the challenge and whatnot. But like, yeah, the character development, how you've seen all your favorite people grow and change throughout the entire, you know, MTV reality TV lifetime. It, it's crazy because I mean, Corey's a great example. Carr is a great example. Uh, CT is a great example. 
I, you know, bananas was kind of a note from what I understand. I never watched, um, shoot real world, whatever he was on key West. I think Key West. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of like a nobody on that. And then he became bananas, but he, all, from my understanding, he became bananas kind of after Kenny and, and the other guy, like after they kind of were gone and then it was just kind of his show. So it's like, yeah, you have all this character development and everything. That's what makes the show because people can relate. And it's in some sort of, in some kind of fashion, they can relate. Like I've grown up with this guy, right? I, I, I've i watched this girl on TV do these things and fell and fell and then finally succeed. Um, and that now it's just kind of like, uh, we just want viewership. So I, I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and to fact check where the viewership was, they're actually, you're not going to believe me when I say this probably, but <laughs> the, one of the episodes from this past season on the you know flagship show, the regular series, was the lowest rated episode in the history of the show. So I feel good because I felt like that was I was on one of the seasons before that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't know how well uh bloodlines did actually i think you're right now that you mentioned that i think like bloodlines are rivals three for it sure it was one of yeah it was one of the bloodlines episode was the last one before that so that's i mean that's a 10 season gap so i mean yeah well at least i'm not last anymore yeah so, right. so- <laughs> have you had any eyeballs on any because i remember when we last spoke um wasn't too big of a gap since war of the worlds one and i think you had mentioned you really enjoyed that one have you watched um any of the recent seasons like within past I, uh, year or so i i feel bad saying it i have not though um you know honestly just being in a relationship and everything the rea- the reality tv show i watch is the bachelor or bachelorette um that's that's what i watch now um and then i just don't really have the time to watch anything else uh but i i do want to sit down i do want to sit down and i need to sit down and um if you'll have me back we should talk about it but like i want to watch the all-star seasons because i heard that that's basically kind of like bring it back to the original challenge basically so entertaining is it bro we we gotta get a recap for season three i don't want to give i mean i usually am like a spoiler guy but i don't want to for those watching and don't know like the cast like leaked oh my god bro season three is gonna be like insane challenge it's gonna be like like the normal challenge like with like you know some of the people that you usually see um mixed with the all-stars but they're all like within the confines of real world still so it's you know best of both worlds i take it they should just rename it since cbs is taking the challenge they should just rename it to real world versus road rules (laughs) they should just do it (laughs) but that's that's i need to i need to sit down and watch it because that's i've I've heard good things about it i'm you know i'm always on reddit um and i've read like a lot of people enjoy that one way more than the flagship one as it at this moment so I need to I need to watch that, but I have not. And yeah, man. I need so let me to. Know. I'll give you my uh, Paramount login, save you a couple bucks, and then maybe hey, for sure. It out. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many, so many different, you know, like Hulu, HBO Max, all of those. Like I, I don't even know if I could. I might hit you up on the Paramount one though, just to watch. 
just to watch all stars. <laughs> So I want to bring it back to your um, casting a little bit because you did tell your casting story on the uh, original one that we did a while back. Um, I kind of want to ask like more in depthly, like, do you remember like with the process, like how like in depth it was? Because I know like with the challenge, they have like all those psyche valves and they make you fill out all this stuff. Um, at least that's what I heard from some other people. How like in depth was the process for the real world in terms of like, you know, really evaluating you and like with maybe even some of the questions that they ask? Um, so thinking back to it, super in depth. Um, and I think out of the, uh, you know, the original seven that were on the show on my real world season, Jay and I were the only two to go through the whole process. Um, cause I, I think like, who was it? Ari, Ashley, Corey, Jenny, Jenny and Jamie. Did I say them? Yeah. Yeah. Those five, they were all kind of recruited from from what I remember. And then, yeah, they were like, someone reached out to them and were like, hey, would you be open to this? And they answered, yeah. According to Jay, and I don't, I can't tell you what actually happened to Jay, but what happened to me was I, I actually, you know, applied um, and through that application process, then they were like, hey, there's, uh, audition like a cold call or not cold call but like an, an audition live in dallas go to this bar and talk to these people you know we went to that went through that whole um like interview process that was like six hours one day and then after that they were like hey we'll give you a call if you've made it to the next step later that night i got the call and i had to go do like another two hour interview just in a hotel room on a camera um and you know had that interview and then it was like go out to LA flew me out to LA LA two or three times to do a couple like psyche Val, a couple interviews at Buna Murray um a couple interviews like on camera uh then went back they flew a camera crew down to my area my house had a you know they had to interview my parents um my family and then they had to do, you know, they had to shoot the whole scene when everyone gets told and where they were and everything. Um, and then it was like three days after that we left. But, it, you know, that whole process was a six month process. Uh, and, I, you know, I probably spent five, six hours of my life literally filling out paperwork. So I think they, you know, it was it was a long vetted process. Um, and I think it always changes because they obviously had to talk to my exes and everybody else's exes that were on the show my season, right? Because that was going to be half of it. Um, so that that changed it up a little bit. Uh, but like, from my understanding, it was it was a long process. Um, and I, you know, I'm just blessed and, and happy that I, I, you know, I made it and I was I got to be a part of this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. I feel like your season. Um, kind of was like the season that saved the real world right like it kind of felt like real world you know you had some like compelling cast but it gone redundant and then you know we saw the twist with you guys that was the first time they did it so it's like all right you know this is new we'll get away with it but by the end of real world they kind of killed the twist but with you guys since it was like the guinea pig experiment i feel like you guys were the season that um 
ultimately saved it for the short time that it was saved. Um, and didn't you, you guys had like the, what was it, Rolling Stones, I'm pretty sure Jay had mentioned you guys were on or something like that? I think so. Um, you'll have to talk to Jay about it, like, like Rolling, I don't even know. Uh, on maybe we had an article in Rolling Stones or That's something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the season before us was uh, Portland. Portland, and yeah, I, I remember. Oh, man, I was so so young and so immature. I remember like just talking shit to the Portland people because I was like, "You got your." At least I wasn't on a shit season of the real world. And then I looking back at it, our season number wise was it i think it was better than portland's but it wasn't you know a, a huge real world season so to your point did it pick it back up a little bit yes i also think our cast was a a lot more a lot more diverse than that portland cast um and a lot more happened but to your point with the twist and everything i think that really changed it and i honestly think skeletons uh that was right after ours right yeah yeah, I, I think that was a pretty, and they had a pretty diverse cast. I mean, like, fuck, Tony, you can't, I mean, Tony, dude, like, that dude is so hard. To, it's so hard to find some guy like that. So, you, you know what I mean? Uh, you, whoever the blonde chick was that was on the show, that Tony's, uh, you know, person he had a kid with. Yeah. Um, and then his, like, that whole thing, man, that whole thing, that, that was great. But then after, I don't even know what happened after Skeletons. The, those last two seasons, they were rough. Um, I know there was a Facebook they, season, and that was trash. That, that, yeah, that was the one after the past, the, the one after the last two seasons, yeah. I, I didn't Damn, I, see, I can't even remember, dude. Yeah, because it went, uh, after you guys was Skeletons, that was good. And then yeah. they had Go Big or Go Home, and <sighs> then Bad Blood. Ka- Kayla came from Go Big or Go Home, so I guess there's some... Uh, you know, diamond in the rough in terms of that aspect, depending on which way you look at it. Um, and then you had uh, Go Big or Go... No, that was Go Big or Go Home, my bad. Bad Blood was the one in Seattle. That was the last one. They cut both productions short for those. Now is the, that was the one that was on Facebook? Atlanta was Facebook. They ended, Real World, they ended Real World after 2016, and then they brought it back in 18 on Facebook. And, you know... And now they're doing like the actual, or I think Netflix just did basically the real world in Austin, and then they're like doing the twenties or something like that. Yeah, it, it's literally the real world. That's what I I haven't watched it, but I heard about it. And then Real World Homecoming, which is cool. I need to watch one of those. That's dope. That you'll like that one. The L.A. Yeah. one I watched that was really good. Yeah, I think they're gonna start doing those with like some of their bigger seasons. So I'm sure New Orleans, the second New Orleans, you know, the New Orleans with uh, Dustin and uh, Nani and Leroy. That was New Orleans, right? Yeah. Vegas. No, Vegas. Shit. That season, I think they'll do a homecoming for, you know, they're big fucking seasons. Man, I don't even, I don't even remember. Who's in that New was, Orleans? Was, Night was in New Orleans, right? Good. Who's in New I Orleans? New Orleans is well. They, there's there's the original New Orleans, but the the one that I'm sure you're referring to is the one with um, Knight, uh, Jemmy. Yeah. Was okay. That was a good one too. I yeah. actually hope they revisit that. That was a good one for sure. 
I would like to see them do that and kind of like have them all pay tribute tonight. I think that would be a cool moment. Yeah, it would. I don't even know who was on that season, but yeah, it would be cool. And, you know, anybody that was a part of this so-called, you know, MTV reality TV family or whatever, um, and, and, and who's no longer here, they should all get shout outs and they should all get every, every MTV like reality TV show to, to just say, Hey, you know, thanks for all the cast members who are no longer with us or whatever, just because if you think about it, we're just all Guinea pigs in their little test and their little psych test, whatever you want to call it thing. And, and it, it's, they should, to my point, they should just thank everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think they'll, uh, They'll start kicking the tires and try to um, revisit uh, your guys' season, right? I feel like you can't revisit a season called Explosion. Like that's just like it's supposed to be wholesome content. How, how are we gonna stick? Yeah, not exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess they could. I don't think it's. I don't think they will. But. Is, it, is it feasible? I'm sure, but why? I feel like there's just no point in revisiting that, at least at this stage of the game, if anything. Yeah, I mean, is, what? So you said you watched uh, is the homecoming one that's out. Yeah. So what? What? What do they do? Um. Well, they obviously they go back to the house. Um. And they did like this thing where they kind of have a segment where they would like all like gather in like the living room and a thing would pop up on the, uh, like the television screen. And I guess it would like refer back to like a moment that happened like on their original show and basically for them to like rehash it out and today and see how that, oh, yeah. go that could for sure happen. That could for sure happen with ours. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be so funny. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Cause I don't think a lot of people have changed that much. I will. I say that. I would love to see if, you know, if they actually brought him back just because, you know, Ashley is still big in the challenge and then Corey's still big in that. Um, well, I, I, I guess I would consider Ashley still kind of big in it. Um, I think it would be funny to bring them back just because I don't think Corey or Ashley has really changed other than, you know, they've gotten a lot richer and they have Corey has a family now. Uh, but other than that, I think they're still the same people. Um, I would like to see Jay and Jenna interact. I would love to just see Ari. Uh, and then I don't really give a fuck about, I mean, I hate saying it, but I, I don't care what Jenny is doing. Um, <laughs> Jamie, I heard about maybe, maybe a month or two ago, my sister, um, uh, my younger, younger sister, the oldest one is in med school. Um, in Houston, and she goes out to the bars there. Jamie is, I guess, a bartender or like a big honcho at one of like the really big bars yeah. out in Houston. And um, my sister was like, Jamie, or I saw Jamie the other day. She wanted to say what's up. So I just think, I think we could all hash things out. It'd be really funny just to see how people have not changed or have changed. Um, but it would all depend on if they wanted to do it. And like how, yeah, because I think it's only what, like two weeks of filming? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, ah, you could do that. It's just a long vacation. Yeah. Be J- Jamie was like traveling the world last I saw or heard. 
I had her on like probably about two years, almost two years ago, and then she, that was what she was doing at the time. But that was like peak COVID at the time. I don't know. But yeah, she was. I think I watched that one, um, and I think she was in. I want to say Mexico, but it could have been like Colombia. I don't, bro. I don't know. Uh, but she was, yeah, she was traveling out there doing those kinds of things, which is cool. Good for her. Yes, um, I think she started like. I think she's really, really big into. Well, you know, scuba diving without yeah. free diving or whatever that's called. Yeah. So like, yeah, I she does some crazy things. I couldn't do it. Barely hold my breath for like forty five seconds, maybe thirty seconds. I'll probably pass out. <laughs> Dude, everybody, everybody was so mad that like we didn't get well one Corey and Jenny on the Exus show, but then Jamie is your partner, like. You heard, I mean, I think everyone knows about that, though, like, the whole, Corey and Ginny were asked, and Ginny said no, mm-hmm. um, and then they asked Jamie I, and Jamie said no, and then they were like, well, Haley do it, and then Haley said yes, um, and then a couple, because Jamie stayed on the list for a little bit, like, a couple of years, a couple of seasons, and at one point she was like, no. Because I think that basically they were kind of talking about her going and her and I were texting about, I forgot what season it was, but we were texting like, hey, would you be going? We'd be going. And we thought this we're going to be this team X, Y, and Z. Um, and then they completely just shut that whole thing down and it went a completely different direction. And Jamie was like, I can't just sit there and, you know, w- tell them I'm available and then sit there and wait if it's n- not ever going to come to fruition. I needed to make money you know, I have a life to live and everything, but I think she would have been really good on the show. I think she would have. I also think Jenny would have been really good. Jenny would have been really good for everything other than like endurance. Yeah. She, she would have been, she would have been pretty strong though, though. I think. Yeah. She's just, she's yes. She's strong. Yes. Compact. She's like, I think she would struggle I think she would struggle like running in a final basically. Yes. Or in anything that she had to hold her body up. I don't think she could do that. Uh, All right, that's fair. But yeah, endurance. Yeah. In anything endurance, I think she'd probably yeah. not do great on. I say that I was fell too. So, <laughs> so what was All average people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the San Francisco nightlife like out there for you guys? Was it inviting or? Yeah, um, we might have discussed this last time, but no, it wasn't inviting at all, man. Uh, everyone was mean and rude. They, you know, as soon as they saw the camera, people would either back off and not want anything to do with it, or they would be super obnoxious. And I, I think I was 21 at this point in time, so I was super immature and obnoxious. Uh, and so I would just kind of go at it with them. But yeah, no, everyone was like, if they wanted to, if they saw the cameras and they wanted to get obnoxious, it was full fledged. I'm gonna beat that ass, just shit like that. We had some, we had a group of uh, chicks break into the house. Really? Uh, at some point, yeah. Holy shit! Uh, I remember, I remember hearing everyone was just kind of standing there. We're all just in the house, and because we hear people like trying to rip through the gate at the front door, and then the front door, and we hear the gate get ripped, ripped open. And it just, I think it was like three or four females come in just screaming, bloody murder. 
about, you know, just bullshit. And Corey fucking turns the corner. It's just like, if you kept walking in this house, I will fuck you up or some shit. And they're like, oh, shit. And they turned around and ran out. Uh, but yeah, people were not nice. They burnt um, our little uh, unlock communication button door outside the house. Uh, yeah, bro. It's just, I mean, you would always get the occasional. I mean, you would get the people that were nice, too, because humanity, we've seen it. Humanity's crazy right now. Um, but majority of the time it was not they were not you know the most inviting why do you think that was because i've heard like from other people like i mean i don't know if this was just the people on the outside with you guys but i've heard like from other people that like establishments like bars and some places like even were kind of like would look at uh, the real world and camera crew sideways if they tried to come and film there was it just like the people or was it just like or did you run into the same issues with like certain places wouldn't let you film there and you just well so i obviously can't comment on any of the other real world seasons but our real world season we couldn't go to like a bar or a club that hadn't already said yes you can film here so every bar or club we went to that we filmed at the bar and club people like the people that worked there were super cool about it super super cool about it they were all really nice um, I mean, maybe, maybe you got some attitude from bartenders, but I feel like bartenders have so much pressure on them and you have so much shit going on when you're working, you know, I could always be, if I was a bartender, I would be heated at every single person that walked up to me and asked the question. Cause I would just be like, you know, let me just do my job and then we'll get to you. You know what I mean? Um, but other than that, no, I think, yeah, every bar and club, they were, they were nice. It was just simply the people that were there at it right the the bystanders that were just they were trying a lot of people were like man I, I came to this bar or i came to this club to enjoy my night with my friends and now i have to sit here and get worried about oh am i gonna get filmed why are these why are there 16 people with four different cameras around you know those kinds of things um some people just don't like that which is fine i totally get it yeah like how lenient was maybe like um you know you're because i've heard from like jemmy season i know they had like a really tight curfew like in new orleans which is seems kind of like unrealistic i think they had like a like a 10 p.m curfew or something like that that they had to be home by which is like wild in new orleans like how was it um for you guys like was it pretty lenient for you guys or it was, it was super lenient something tells me that the new orleans curfew was probably put into place because something happened probably pretty early on in the show that they were like, you guys can't stay out past this time. Uh, Cause I can't imagine. After, after 10 PM is when you go to the bar. New Orleans doesn't get started there until after 10 PM. Yes, that's exactly. So to answer your question, no, we did not. We were lenient. We, all we had to do was make sure like, what I, I forgot what the phone was called in there where you had to call them up, but we just have to call them up and say, Hey, we're going to go here at this point in time. And they were like, yep, we're good. And we would do it. Um, so we, yeah, we had no curfews. I mean, if you go back and watch it, I don't even remember what a curfew was if we had one because I was asleep, but we didn't have a curfew because it was, you know, we would get back at like 4am in the morning. Wow. I just be passed out. So, so, so what did you think about the whole dynamic like once Brian came into the house? Like what was that uh experience like? All right. Well, you know, the whole dynamic of the house changed when all the exes came in, obviously. Um 
But when Brian came in, you know, specifically him, if we're going to talk specifically to him, I don't know what he's like now. I know he has changed his name or he goes by something else. Um, and it's a weird name, or it's not, a, I can't say it's a weird name, but if you go like look him up on Facebook or Instagram, Thorsten. Thorsten. I've never heard of that, but you know, it's not Brian anymore. Uh, it's strange to me. So I think he's rebranded himself and whatnot, but on the show, the one thing that I can recall very vividly was one, the dude was just like absolutely jacked, right? But two, he tried to be very, he tried to act smart, speak intelligently, um, and was just a moron. Like he just, he wasn't smart. And I, I, he wasn't well educated. I don't know the best way to say it. Uh, you know, he didn't have a great vocabulary. I don't know, but he would try really hard to sound super intelligent or to, to sound like he knew what he was talking about in every facet of whatever the conversation was about. And he just would come across as moron. Um, and I just, I remember being that bringing actually like some light air into the house because it was funny, but it was all the other exes involved in like, you know, everyone kind of went to their ex every besides me, everyone kind of fell into their exes hands. And so it was awkward. It was really awkward. Uh, I would imagine it was probably really awkward for like Corey and Jenny cause they had hooked up and then Brian and, uh, low, it was low. I think, I think Corey's ex is named Lauren or low or Lauren. something. Lauren, yeah. yeah, and she go by low. Um, man, that shit. I'm now thinking about it. That was crazy because like she had to leave because she was pregnant. And it, <laughs> it wasn't Corey's. And it wasn't Corey's. <laughs> some other person, baby. I remember all this. I was just like, oh my god, man. Uh, and then Ari and Ashley, you know, they were happy there. Jenna and Jay were happy there. Um, Ashley Mitchell left. So yeah, I, it, it was awkward, but I don't know. The whole dynamic changed and it was, there were positives and negatives. Um, we had more people to talk to. We had more things to do. Uh, but it also, there was tension now because it was like, I remember and I was just being selfish. I would, because Chivers came, Haley Chivers came back for, as my ex and I was pissed at her. She would go talk to, talk to other dudes while I was dating Jamie. And like sitting down and thinking about it and looking back on myself, I'm like, you just, you're just a moron, Tom. Like you're just immature and X, Y, and Z. But you know, it was all. My point just being is, I think they did a good job, and I'm I'm glad that they were all brought in the house. I'm glad I met Brian. I'm glad I met all of those people because they did. They made it. They made it more fun. They made it while it could be. It was you know there was more tension. It was also more jokes there was also more people to interact with so you weren't just talking to the same person for 24 hours a day uh just more to do it was it was a good time um yeah i will say this though don't don't live with your ex everyone that one that watches this don't live with their ex don't don't do it guys it's, it's not the easiest yeah it's not the easiest <laughs> 
No, I think there was the scene like uh, when you finally called out Brian. Though it was funny. I don't remember what you exactly said, but you said something like, "I think you said like you think you're smarter than everyone else in this house, and you're not, or something like that." I probably did, man. I I needed to learn to keep my mouth shut, or to I needed to learn when to not say anything. But yeah, dude, that's why I brought it up again. And I don't I don't even remember that. I'll have to go and look. But like I just remember the dude just kept. He would try to talk slowly as if that was going to make him sound smarter. And it just, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk crap about Thorsten, but the dude just back, back then on the show, he was just, he wasn't all there. He wasn't, he wasn't all there at all. <laughs> and he tried to be, we can just put it, we can leave it at that. <laughs> So as you, I'm sure, know, once everybody comes off the real world, they have like this kind of like victory lap where uh, they get booked for all these like bar appearances and stuff. Did you get all those opportunities or, or anything like that was presented to you post show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and do some. Sorry, like basically appearances. Uh, my we I did some appearances. I wasn't really big into that, um, but. Two of them I remember. One of them I did with Jamie, and the other one it was me, Jamie, and Corey. And it was all it was out here in Dallas, and that was really fun. Um, but yeah, I remember that. I just my life kind of went after mine. It was like a lot of people had either already been graduated or didn't go to school, so they had a job or like that became their job. I was still going to school, so like I had school twenty four seven, and so I didn't. And then I was teaching teaching tennis um and running my dad's tennis shop so like i i didn't really have time to do those kinds of things and also man i i don't know the words to to, like i don't know how to say it but i just wasn't when you when if, if you were to think of like the real world explosions i just wasn't like one of the people that was the main focus of that show uh and just like all any of the challenges I was on, I wasn't besides bloodlines because of the car situation and, and Abe. I just, I don't know. I don't think I brought in a shit ton of drama. Um, I think I try to stay relatively low key. And I just don't think like people want to pay someone for appearances. That's that guy. Right. I also probably came across as like a hippie stoner dude. Like, you know what I mean? Who wants a hippie stoner dude at, at your, at your bar, at your club? Like you want, you want, you want the good looking, you want, the, you want Corey, you, you want the dude that in really good shape, popping bottles and just going off with everything. You don't want the dude in the corner wearing a neon beanie, you know, <laughs> smoking a, a doobie in the back. Like you don't want that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a lot of people do get into that. I think a lot of people do turn into, you know, especially nowadays, um, influencers, I guess, and, and like appearances and get paid for those kinds of things. So I think there is that window, like you said. Now, was that something that you didn't want to uh, pursue, perhaps? Like you didn't want to follow that, you know, kind of digital footprint of being a reality star? Uh, I think, I think there's 
two different sides of that. I think obviously there's the side like, why would you not want to pursue that? Why would you not want to? I mean, some people don't want to be famous, but I think those, when I say famous, you know, reality TV famous or whatever. Um, I think those people wouldn't have signed up to be on a show anyways. So like, you know, I, I guess I was split because I didn't want to make reality TV the rest of my life. I knew that. Um, but I also was 21, 22 years old, living life in college. And it was like, man, it'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to be able to do this for however long I can do it. Um, and so, yeah, to answer your question, I, you know, did I want to pursue it? Was I going out of my way to pursue it? Was I like, this is what I want to do? No. But did I have that thought in my mind, like, oh, could it be really cool? Could it be possible if I did pursue this, I could do this for the rest of my life? Yes. Uh, and I just I just didn't. But I mean, look, it, it, you can do it. Look at Corey. Corey's a perfect, perfect fucking guy. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I think I just saw an Instagram story about him and he was like, yeah, I'm addicted to reality TV. Thousand percent. He's addicted to reality TV. And it's just like if you if you make your life that way and I know, you know, or Ashley Mitchell, if you go win a million dollars on a show, why not? Why not make that the rest of your life and want to pursue it? Like that's, you, you can, you just have to get really, really lucky. And yeah, so it's like, whatever. Did, you ever, find, lucky, but. <laughs> did, did you ever find that on any of the shows that you did, you saw maybe any of people there like try to like heighten who they were for cameras or like jockey for airtime was that like a thing that you personally experienced oh my god yeah a ton of people dude a lot of people aren't the same way they aren't the same way on camera that they are off camera um simone she's loud and obnoxious and whatnot but like dude when it was just her and i sitting there chilling and like she wasn't loud and nauseous. She wasn't trying to be center of attention. Uh, I'm the same season with Amanda. Amanda was like trying to be sin- center of attention after like um, whoever two left and they brought in Nelson and Amanda for yeah. Nexus 3 or Rivals 3. Uh, Amanda like was super quiet until camera started rolling and she would have to begin. And I don't know. I, I feel like that has gotten worse but now it's like she's just become that amanda person like she is now amanda right Uh, and i don't even know what happened to simone the next season so i don't know how she acted but yeah to answer your question i know i keep answering this long-winded um people definitely put on for cameras uh not everybody a lot of you know not everybody but i'll say this the people that have attitude that are obnoxious, that are loud, they're the ones probably putting the most on for camera or the ones that are, have like know what their role is in the show. So like CT, Wes, Bananas, Jordan, they know what their role is. It's like, Hey, I'm here to go win or I'm here to like make it far. I can chill. I can just be myself. And then like when someone says some shit, I can say some shit back. Cause I am that dude. Um, I think I think they don't have to kind of put on a show. Other than that, I think people are like, if you want to be on the next season, you have to try to make something happen. Um, and I think people do a thousand percent. 
I think Josh, I was never on a show with Josh, but I would assume Josh probably one of those people. Well, could be. Just an inkling of an idea, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Polly, never been on a show with Polly, but I feel like Polly's one of those people too. Well, he might have it out for you if you guys ever do end up on no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, he could have it out for me. I don't care. I know he's short. <laughs> shorter than me. I don't know. You know, shorter than me. And honestly, if I would ever do a challenge, I would hope he, I would hope him and Abe, I would hope him and Abe were on it and me and Cara. I would hope all four of us are on it because I think that'd be great TV. Kyle, too. He could even throw in the mix. Yeah, Kyle, yes. Put him in, dude. <laughs> I heard good things about Kyle. I think Kyle and I would get along, honestly. Oh, 100%. You guys kind of yeah. like are similar in that aspect. So, similar. There you go. I think Kyle and I would get along. I think Paulie and I would get along. Um, I mean, I, I say that. I think I would get along with everybody, but then people don't like me. Abe does not like me. Obviously, dude has some something going on upstairs, yeah. though. Uh, but... Yeah, man. You, yes. To answer your question, people put it on for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 I'm sure, come back to the, you know, other people we just listed in a moment. But I wanted to ask, since you brought up Simone, your guys' rivalry, I've never seen, like, a rivalry, right, be placed with, like, a scene that didn't even make air on the original season in which this rivalry took place like your guys they showed the clip of her throwing the drink in your face like in like the pan to the clip moment of why you guys were rivals but in that actual season they didn't even show it on the actual episode on x's too could you tell me like what from what you can remember or recall on what happened that night when what caused her to uh throw those drinks in your face oh yeah um yeah, I remember that night for sure. So this was X's two. Yes. Yes. All right, we were in Panama, and it's early on. Um, have you ever played the drinking game Chandelier? Yeah. All right, so we were playing me, JG, Johnny Riley, somebody else playing Chandelier. And Simone walks up and is like, starts fucking talking shit to Jay. And Jay's like, I don't know. Leave me alone. And I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was like trying to play this game of whatever. So she's like, no, no, no. You know, she gets a fucking obnoxious and loud. She starts getting obnoxious and loud. And JG's like, not, you know, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Whatever he says. And I'm like, all I remember is I, I think I was like, Simone, he already fucking answered your question. Can you leave us the fuck alone so we can finish this game? And that's when she grabbed, like, it wasn't one fucking glass. It was the whole thing of chandeliers, right? So it was like 16 of them. And she grabbed them and just started fucking throwing them in my face. You don't tell me that shit. You don't tell me to talk shit. Don't tell me to shut the fuck up, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, my, and I just sat there and I let it happen. And that was that. That's, and I was just like, you're fucking ridiculous. And now, and that, and then, you know, she lost. So, and went home real quick before I did. No, wait, no, she went home. They lost, but then Haley and I, I don't even remember how that happened. Did we lose right before then? You may have. Because um, 
Because this was because that was the one where they brought in like they had like the redemption. I guess you can call it redemption. Yeah. And, and and yeah, we lost to Dustin. And they eliminated Dustin. In a puzzle. After yes. That. All right. Damn, man. Fucking god damn, Haley. Fucking sucked, man. What <laughs> do about that shit? Uh, except we shouldn't have probably gone in. This is bullshit. Oh, I remember. I remember all this shit now, man. It was a trash ass fucking. <laughs> it, was, it was a trash elimination. I didn't even get to compete in it, and we went home. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. Going off, but yeah. So that's what happened. That's that's why we were rivals. Why do you think that wasn't shown? Like. It's I don't know. I feel like that could have been something used. Because, well, honestly, because she was that's the thing is she was trying to make something out of nothing because there was nothing there. She was like, JG's been talking shit about my partner to somebody else or like some or talking shit about his partner who was Jenna or something. And Jay was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's why I was like, Simone, shut the fuck up. Just leave or whatever. Like there was nothing there, so why would production show that? What's interesting though is why would they like they need they obviously needed they needed some sort of somebody for me to be a partner. I think they wanted that's me on the next show. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was just about to say. This is where my theory comes in. I think that if a scene isn't good enough to make the original cut. The only reason why you would bring that scene up in the future is if you needed something that was a desired goal. And I think that coming off of Bloodlines, one way or another, they really needed and wanted you on that season. And so, basically, what I'm trying to get at here is that Simone should be, uh, you know, thanking you for her appearance check uh, for that following season, to be honest. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think without you... I think without you, she doesn't get on that show. That's just my opinion. I uh, no, I I agree with you. I don't think she gets cast on Rivals Three, but she did get that next show, and I think she was like first eliminated. But I think without the Rivals Three, maybe she doesn't even get to that next, next show. Might not happen because Rivals Three was like the one where her and uh, Ashley, you know, had like their big uh, rivalry thing going on, and because I don't think we really saw a ton of her from X's too. Because that scene got cut out. Oh, yeah. So yeah. There would have been no reason to cast there if we didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. They they needed some... They needed... They needed me to fit into the theme of that season. Because I, I, I do agree. And I'm not trying to be... Um, you know, prideful or full of myself. But I do think they wanted me on that next season because they knew A wasn't going to do it. They knew Cara wasn't going to do it. And they were like, well, that was one of the biggest if not the biggest storyline of the last show we need someone involved we need someone there yeah. and then that one did so fucking shitty they were like we're not gonna you know no man go oh, ahead. i also left that one you could you could you could accept it you were the uh main uh you got a main edit role on that season you could you could accept your flowers come on hey you're right you're right we did hey car and i did win greatest hookup or favorite hookup on Reddit. Or maybe really? we got stuck in. 
You know it's crazy. Kara was actually supposed to be. She was slated to be uh, Wes's partner on Rivals Three before she pulled out at the last second. She told me. Damn. That would, that, not, you know, we could have still been on a team name, bro. We could have all won. Yeah. Right. Oh, and they brought in Sarah instead of Wes, or instead of Kara. Bro, <laughs> I, I'm all for Sarah. Sarah's one of the nicest people. Car would have been a better. She she would have. No one would have given fucking bananas the chance. Him and Vince would have like not. Well, I mean, I guess you have Vince and Jenna at that point. But who would have bananas like? Who was bananas with? Well, no bananas oh, was with Sarah. It was oh, Scott Teresa. Oh, Nani. 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 Dang, how were Wes and Nani rivals? It, it would have been from what I was told. It would have been um, Dario and Nani if. Kara went, and Kara would have been with Wes, and that would have meant that Nani's cousin would have been off the off the cast. Who was uh, what was her name? Nicole? Nani's cousin Nicole. Who was Nicole with? Dark. Why can't I remember this? That's right. That's right. That's right. So. Yeah, that was a fun season, though. Mexico was tight. Yeah, Mexico was tight. Yeah, Paul Tuco, and then. You know, skydiving was dope. Yeah, I, I've heard some mixed things on uh, why you left, though. Um, you know, we saw on screen like why, but I've heard um, that there was like a there was like a deeper um, reasoning that went on there. No, so like straight up, the reason I left was because I was under the impression that my girlfriend at the time, who let's be very candid i had literally just cheated on months before on you know the last show uh with cara and so like mentally my girlfriend at that point was just not in a good fucking state of mind obviously and who could blame her but the reason i left was because production and myself got calls saying she was in the hospital because of like she's seizures and strokes. Like she was having like mild strokes. And it's like, at that point in time, it's like, well, shit, you know, I, I can't stay here. Yeah. I can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think TJ was okay with me leaving. That's why he was like, Hey, you need to go. Like that's, you know, that's something you need to go take care of. The issue with it though, is when I got back the night I got back, she picked me up from the airport and we went out to a bar. So it was like, how mentally, you know, how fucked up were you two days ago? Cause it was like two days of travel, or like, you know, 36 hours of travel or whatever it was. Um, from being in the hospital was now we're going out to a bar the night I get back. That's a little bit interesting to me. So sketchy. I, I've seen speculation that like Bloodlines was airing maybe while you were filming, or did that already air? And no, Bloodlines was airing. No, um, yes, Bloodlines was airing, but she already knew that she already knew that I was che- I had cheated because we had already filmed the after shows and for uh, Bloodlines. And during those after shows, like that whole situation got brought up. Um, and to and I will say this again to this day, R and I just made out. Nothing more than that. Like there was nothing more than us just making out. Um, from my understanding of it, and 
that was brought up and you know i obviously had to go tell my ex and have to deal with all that shit but yeah that all happened right literally two days before we went and filmed started filming for uh rivals three i don't know i me being the uh, devil's advocate that I am, I feel like maybe her potentially seeing the episodes maybe prompted her to kind of uh, try and get you to come back. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of it. I think a ton of shit was going into that. Just being like, you know, he's he's out there doing this shit again. Um, I'm watching these shows and I know he I'm, I'm going to see him kiss some other girl. Uh, oh yeah, I can see it, and she definitely didn't want me to be there. She'll admit it. She's admitted it before. Um, man, I haven't talked to her in a long time. But yeah, I, I bet I could call her right now and be like, "Hey, would you admit that you, you know, kind of fucking played it, played it up a little bit? You were super fucked up in the hospital when you really weren't. And you, you asked me to come home. So do we know so, if that even happened? She definitely was in the hospital. Okay. Um, so, man, um, remember how I was telling you this is, this is it kind of comes full circle. Remember how I was telling you that there was a like there there was that basically at some point they were thinking about making a, a show or a challenge season. They were thinking about making a challenge season called speculatively called Homewrecker, mm-hmm. and they were going to have. They were going to have me and my ex at that time, like that I or my girlfriend at the time, L. They were going to have L and I on there together. And they were going to bring like Car and Abe. And they were going to have different partners with like people who they were going to have some new people. And they were going to have obviously other people that have been on it and like people that are dated and cheated on other people. Like they had this whole intricate web. Corey was involved in it. And it was like going to be super interesting. Um, but for them casting that they, they, you know, we were going through the interview process again and they were interviewing, uh, L at the time. And it, the whole thing, like, did you go to the hospital? Actually, that all got brought up. Uh, and she, you know, had to send Sky or the head person of casting. Um, she had to send her, pictures and video of her whole hospital trip um so it did happen um i just don't know like what how bad it was and how long she was there anything of that nature because it could have been like oh i went to the er and they gave me an iv and then that was that so so this was like a challenge season that was gonna be the theme speculatively right so like when they start with a challenge season, basically they go from my understanding and like what I've seen with blueprints and things, just going through Buna Murray. Um, when I walked to their office, basically they have a lot of different ideas and then they have this cast list that they go through and they find who's available and who's not. And then out of the availability, they'll find those cast people. Um, and they'll be like, okay, what can we do with this? And then they'll start making, coming up with ideas of, Hey, these ideas are something we can play off of. And one of those ideas was like, well, we need, you know, it, cause I think like your point, there was no real world. So they needed, um, rookies. So it was like, we can bring in new rookies by bringing in somebody that is like dating 
a cast member or bringing in a cast member's ex that's never been on and then having them pair up with the person that the original cast member. So it would be like, for example, they bring me in and they bring Ellen and they have Ellen Cara be partners. And like, you know what I mean? Cause this is like, yeah. Ellen would have to be partners with the person that cheated on. Like I cheated on her with like, cause that would be a great fucking TV, but that's how they did. That, that's what they were doing. And I remember Corey talking to me, I think Mitch got called for that one too. Um, because of a niece's cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had all of this, like they had this down and Corey and I sat there and talked about it. And he was like, man, they, they were really going to go after, after that, weren't they? And I forgot what the next season they did was after that. Might've been, uh, I don't even know. How 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 far along after um was was this sometime after Rivals three that this was in discussion? Yes, it okay. had to be for sure because because okay. yeah because I left because of the hospital and they asked about the hospital thing. Okay. So this had to be like yeah. Yep. How deep how deep after that would you say was it like a couple years after was it right after? Had to be right after. It had to be like oh, the next season, because okay. Ellen and I didn't stay together much longer after that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But she was on board for it then. Yes, a thousand percent. My God, because all we sat there in in so L, she she was a college soccer player. She was an athlete, and so like I was sitting there like, fuck. I wish I hope me and her can be a team on the next show. We'll go win. <laughs> Because I still think, well, I don't think I'm stronger than them. I still think I can run just as far as everybody. And I still think I'm in the higher end of intellect. <laughs> but other than that, it's luck. It's it's luck. And they're just playing the game. Um, yeah. You know, don't throw me in a hall brawl with like Zach when he was 230. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I think she, and she was for it. She was a thousand percent for it. Mm. Uh, I'm sure maybe a little bit um, on your end now, though, you're kind of glad that it didn't happen based off of uh, the domino effect that your life's taken in that sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, like we like we were talking about earlier, everything happens for a reason. So if that would have happened, you know, my life would be different in some sort of way. But I, I love my life now. I'm happy. Uh so yeah, I, I I'm glad it didn't happen. I would have been very, I, I'm interested in, to see what it would have, what would have transpired if it did happen. Yeah. So I gotta ask about like the Abram after show because I think I heard somewhere like did did he try to like box you off camera or something like that? Like yeah, no. So um, before the before the show even started filming before the after show even started filming the second he got into uh the studio he basically he kicked in my door my my changing room and tried to fucking grab me and i don't know what the fuck he was going to do to try to grab me but first of all he's a little bit shorter than i am too and while the dude's fucking scary a grown-ass man i'm not I'm not going to let a grown ass man just fucking come in, you know, and fucking take me without a fight. So like me and him were like, you know, and then fucking security was fucking there and he was just laughing because he's a weirdo. 
And I was like, holy fucking shit, this guy's going to kill me. This guy's going to literally fuck kill me. Um, but yeah, no, he, he literally kicked down my fucking door, kicked the door into my uh, changing room and, and like came to grab me. And then security had me. And that's after the show or, you know, while we were filming, Abe obviously was like, I don't want to see that. I'll probably kill this dude if I see the, see the video footage. And so he, he walked off stage and the car was like, well, if, if he's not here, I don't need to be on stage, which I was like, both y'all need to be on stage. That's why we're doing this show. Um, and then we wrapped up that show and production was like, Tom, you have to go to a different hotel. You can't stay in the hotel with everybody else tonight. So they moved me hotels and I, I just stayed in my own hotel. <laughs> wow. Did, yeah. Do you think like, cause I've heard this places too. Do you feel like, um, like production should do a better job of like trying to like not let situations get out of hand. Like, do you think there's a certain point to where like they shouldn't let a situation get too far? Uh, in terms of physical contact? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. And here's why. Yes. Because morally speaking, you shouldn't let anything bad happen. Like if, you know, if you see something bad happening, would you not try to go out of your way to make that stop? Probably, right? Morally speaking. I kind of related to this, right? When I see nature documentaries and that lion goes and kills that gazelle, and like you have photographers and filmers there that could literally go save this gazelle, but they're not going to because they're making this documentary. All of us signed up for this, right? We all signed up for this. We all know what we are signing up for. And I think that's what production kind of looks at it as there's going to be some shit that happens that's not okay. We're here to film it. That's our job. We're not here to do anything other than we're here to film it and show everybody. It is not my duty to make sure that something fucked up doesn't happen. Um, so I think it's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's a, it's definitely two-sided because yes, you shouldn't let any, anything fucking bad happen, but also it's a fucking house full of, I mean, nowadays 20, fuck, 28 plus year olds. More, more than that now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like grown ass fucking adults. Let them do what they want, whatever they do they're putting themselves in that situation. Like, you know, up, up until don't let someone kill someone. Don't let somebody rape people. Like don't do like, don't not those kinds of things for sure. Step in and, and stop that. But if someone gets punched in the face, you know, if a dude punches a dude in the face, like they didn't really step in and fight and stop Tony and, um, Shane's fight. Yeah. And that his name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and they wouldn't, if Steven and I ever got into a fist fight, they wouldn't have stopped that. Not a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it, you know, double-edged sword. I think they try to do the job the best they can. And I think nowadays it's super hard to get anything right because of cancel culture. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's super hard to get things right. Someone's going to complain. Someone's not going to be happy. I think that they definitely wanted you and Abram on like a rivalry type season i think they had this season called final reckoning 
Uh, I heard that like they wanted you guys for that or vendettas, something like that. Uh, didn't you make it deep into the process for vendettas? One of those two seasons. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Like this would have been yeah. around 2017 or 2018, I think. Yeah, one of them they flew me out. Well, one of them they flew me out to New York to do the psych test and all of those kinds of things. So I was, I was like, I'm for sure going. And it might have been that, and then nothing. And then another one, they literally emailed me and they were like, "Hey, uh, we're sending you flight ticket confirmation and everything tomorrow. You're going to be a um, sub for it was one season. Uh, yeah, fuck, bro, it was out there." I hate saying this because I wish I knew what it was. Um, it might have been Vendettas. Like Tony was on it, Corey was on it, Kellyanne was a sub. Oh, oh that was yeah. Vendettas then. Yeah. That's what I mean, alternate. Yeah. So I was supposed to be an alternate for that. They literally like, hey, they sent me an email. We'll be shooting you over tickets. You're gonna be leaving X, Y, and Z date. Blah 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 blah. I never got the tickets. Nothing. Um, and that was to be an alternate. And then one of them, they, and it wasn't that one. They, sh- they flew me out to New York and I had to do my drug test. I had to do my psyche valve. I had to do all of those things. Um, and then I never went for that one either for, so those two, I didn't go. And I felt like I was pretty deep into those processes. Was the one where you got flown out to New York before or after the, the one where you didn't receive the plane tickets? I want to say right after. That would have been the final reckoning season then. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Damn. The theme final reckoning, like, oh my God. Like, they, I feel like you needed you there because that was like the beginning of the, or the climax of the Paulie, Cara, Kyle thing. And then if you threw you in there and you would have been partnered up with Abe for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing. I don't know if they were going to ever legally let... I don't know if they were going to take the like insurance policy out for Abe and me being on the show together. Not, I mean, I'm not going to do shit, but like they literally, and I, I remember I talked about it last time on bloodlines, they had you take away all the silverware and replace it with plastic, like sporks the night. A was going to get told that car was, you know, car and I were having a flame. They literally took out all the metal in the house. Wow. Yeah, and gave us sports, and it's like, why? Well, because someone could get pissed off and some bad shit could happen. Why are you going to let someone in the house that could literally, you're scared, is going to fucking stab somebody? You might have been. You, or you could have been Kara's partner even, too, because there was like an X criteria there as well. Um, so that could have been in a possible. I think that's, yeah, I think if I, if they ever, if they would ever want me back i would it would have to deal with Kara, or it'd have to be like a seasons and they wanted you know explosions because i think an explosions team would be fucking fantastic i don't think but i don't think they'll ever do a seasons they probably can at this stage of the game unless they tried it on all stars based on the current climate of the regular show yeah that's true it's very true. I mean, but, you gotta you gotta take me up on the All Star offer. I'm telling you. Yeah, bro, I'll watch it. I'm. I'm who was on the last season? Who was on this on season two? Oh, uh, who's on season three? Wait, you can't rent it. Who's on season two? Season two. I mean, 
I want to see who you would know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. If you just name him, I'll probably be like, oh, I've recognized that name or I've watched. Because I used to watch The Real World. Do, do, you, do you know um, Darrell, Derek? Yeah. Yep. They, they were on it. Uh, Brad was on it. Um, so all the dudes that were old but literally came back to the show after I left. <laughs> yeah, and they had some like older people return as well. But bro, season three though, like I, I it, they, think, they went they went mainstream with it. Yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw some spoilers on it on from uh, what's her name Nova. Yeah, Nova Rogue or something. Gamer, I don't know. Gamer who. Gamer or Nova Rogue? Oh, man, I don't know. The person on Reddit, I don't know. Um, or Vevmo? Is it Vevmo? Vevmo. Man, bro, they made a they made a legit. I shout out to Vevmo. They made like a legit like forum for based on like my my show. Like so, respect. Hey, what's there. up, bro? Respect there. You know what? You've been asking a lot of questions. Let me ask you this, dude. What's it been like? What's it been like with like getting all these big ass? You know huge challenge star people on the show because you have been what's it been like with that and interviewing them weird definitely weird Weird. like especially my my last episode before this one was actually with wes so like okay probably good question to ask right now yeah definitely weird you know what i mean like especially at first now i'm kind of it's like run of the mill you know what i mean like i'm I'm sure like i'm fucking cool as normal (laughs) yeah like for the casual person like i'm sure like you know speaking to these people that they watch like they're you know taken aback i'm sure and they're like holy shit but like at the end of the day i never like took the shows like so like deeply like for example when people like um like if you like don't like a cast member like people carry so deep of emotions like in like hate like i was never that guy you know what i mean to like base yeah. an opinion off of someone just on an edited show so the way i see it like i just see people as normal humans like and i'm just talking to them at that at that stage of the game but that's the best way to do it bro and and like I, I'll just say you, you've obviously grown in in this whole thing. You're you're much more. I won't say you're much better than you were at the beginning. You're just more polished. You know what I mean? But you are. You're just a thousand percent more polished. And like, yeah, I noticed. Or I saw. I think I. Saw, I don't get on Twitter anymore, so it must have been Instagram. But I think I saw something about you and, and had Wes on. Um, you've had you've had like everybody on. Car has like, been on Twitter. Hey. Uh yeah, man. So it's like, yeah, dude, you're like, you're killing it, bro. Which I, I good job, dude. And I, I'm I'm happy for you, dude. I'm, I'm glad I'm a part of it. I'll never forget uh, the one quote that you said at the end of our original thing. I don't know why I always come back to it. You said at the end, you were like, I think more people should take a liking to this and what you're doing i think more people should take up these hobbies because like this is awesome like you can make money off this and stuff and like i don't know why but like i always just remember that quote well um thank you i mean but it's true like if you if you are because you obviously have a passion about it if you're passionate about something and and it's like you want to do it nothing nothing can stop you except you right so like 
why not pursue it? Why not go after it? You can go make money. You can go do, and, and while, yes, it's going to be a grind, it's a lot of hard work, and I guarantee you the people that watch this don't, I mean, some of them that try to do this too kind of get it, but, like, they don't understand the job, the, the amount of work you put into this. They don't. And, like, it's a lot of fucking work. And so, like, kudos to you and shout out to you. Um, and it's going to keep getting better, man. Shit, one day the challenge is going to be calling you and be like, hey, bro, we need a rookie. <laughs> Are you available? It's going to happen, man. Dude, I'm going to have to ask, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you and Zito for some uh, <laughs> some pointers on what the hell. Bro, here's the pointers, dog. Just be in shape and, like, keep – my pointers, bro, be in, be in shape and then just keep your mouth fucking shut the whole time. <laughs> Don't say shit the whole time unless someone asks and be like, yeah, yeah, what they said. Just agree with everybody. Yeah. Well, this, this, I mean, you should get that lucky on this one. This was a ton of fun, and I've been I've been wanting to get you back on here for like another episode. I rarely ever do like recurring guests, but you were like my second ever challenge related guest, so that's why like and like you said before, to your point. You know, I'm, I was more polished now, so I almost feel like we needed to get another one of these in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just yeah. Man. yeah. I'm I'm hey I'm happy you asked. I really am. Um, honestly, dude, I know it sounds weird, but I'm proud. Like you've been grinding this out, and and like you said, it's been it's been over basically two years since we last talked, and it's like yeah. it's crazy what two years can bring. And like, look, bro, you got New York in your background. You got this badass mic set up. You didn't have questions. And it was just, con- I mean, you had questions, but it was con- it was much more conversational. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you definitely know what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And just keep keep at it, man. And, I, and thank you so much for having me. I know I'm not the biggest, you know, appeal um, viewership, whatever you want to call it anymore at all. Uh, but I, I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, man, just keep going. If you ever need anything from me, just let me know. Uh you know, if Dustin wants to do another one, like me, you, and Dustin, we do like a All Stars recap or something again. To get get back to it, but like, yeah, just let me know, bro. No, definitely. I appreciate you hopping back on. I'll let you know. Uh, no, I'll let you know when this is out, and um, you know, we'll we'll keep touch. For sure, man. All right, dude. We'll have a good one. Stay stay warm. Don't go slip on some ice and shit. But like, yeah, stay we'll, warm. We'll see. The weather changes each day over here, so it could be uh, stay cold tomorrow. You know what I mean? depending yeah. on what the forecast shows so i'm with you bro well thanks again man and have a great one all right you too all right later